not intoxicated could not explain his nudity. You Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Austin, Texas. Podcast hosted by Bruce and Steve. I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recording in progress. Yay. Hey. Wrong button. <laughs> so, what's up? Not much. Quiet, rainy night. Although, okay. I, I, no, I just, uh, the Chiefs are on. I should be watching, but no, I don't have any credibility in that realm. I don't pay that close attention yeah see the uh the astros are playing the white Sox, and i watched the first like inning and a half and then i'm like wait when did tony larusa start managing the white Sox? i just really this season just this season. i feel better because i was like wait what um okay so it's better yeah yeah he uh he led them to a great first half and then a barely 500 or sub 500 second half so the larusa way well, it's a good thing for him. The central division is such a train wreck. Because, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I think he just kind of limped into the playoffs. And uh, <laughs> I, I am I am truly hoping for a quick exit. <laughs> well, when I left, the Astros had gone up 3 nothing. and it looked like they were about to chase the starting pitcher. So um, after the second inning? Awesome. Yeah, it, he was not. He was he was not hitting his corners. And every time he decided to challenge in the strike zone, his, his slider was coming in flat and they were just teeing off on it. So <laughs> that's always fun when that ball just comes. Ooh, and he goes right back the other way. That's I don't know. If you, um, they do it at Kaufman. I think they've done it at other stadiums is that they have like the pitcher type, you know, and then the uh, speed. So it, it'll, it'll flash up there after the guy throws a strike. Right. Let's say right. slider, 86 mile an hour curve, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, when somebody makes contact, though, they are now putting out launch angle and speed off the bat head. Oh, wow. OK, I haven't seen <laughs> that. That sounds like fun. <laughs> it's just kind of like you're going, you know, so it's like when somebody hits a, a squib, you know, a little dribble hit to, you know, back to the pitcher, back to the mound or just rolls it down the line. You know, the exit velocity is like negative 17 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure these guys are glad that's getting flashed up later on. The the negative the the angle is the negative 17 degree angle, right? Uh, and then the bat speed is usually you know like 38. <laughs> Blink. So well, yes, but I was gonna say. So it actually sometimes is a lot of fun. I mean, when somebody puts one out, you're like uh, fastball. 97 miles an hour exit velocity 120 yeah or 117 yeah wow yeah. they turned on that pretty well pretty much got yeah. all of it and then some <laughs> they juiced it on the way out oh uh, <laughs> hey this is episode 30 of slurp oh the podcast yeah so that's a thing that's happening right now wow i feel old well i do that most days anyway uh, you know <laughs> We uh we spent the morning uh, Halloweening the front yard, so that was kind of fun. Oh wow! Um, and then I worked for a little while, but uh, and then made dinner. The youngest boy has gone to visit friends in San Antonio, so we have an empty nest tonight. Kind of weird. Nice. Yeah, yeah, see, that's not good for me because when there's no family around, mm-hmm. I tend to like you know. It's like when you get out of the shower, you just like, hey, there's nobody here. Who cares? Walk around the whole upstairs of the house. Nothing on. Feels great. Yeah, I get a little air dry. Yeah. A lot of windows, a lot of windows on the back of the house, <laughs> especially on the first floor, plus a neighbor who uh, oh shit. They they all used to be really tight, like the first people who moved into the neighborhood. Right. And so more than once, one of my neighbors has come to our back door and just knocked <laughs> on the patio door. And so <laughs> there's like one time everybody's gone it's just me get out of the shower i'm thinking i'm going to take a nap i'm going to run downstairs to get like my ipad or whatever to just kind of like you know watch movies or do something and i got like halfway down the stairs was like oh gene could be back (laughs) (laughs) 
I should throw in a towel. <laughs> I should uh, put on some shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so are you flying solo this evening based on the conversation? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. Dave was at a friend's house and Krista was downstairs. I was just like, da, 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 da. I should probably put something on, but I don't want to. <laughs> I appreciate you putting it on before you came on with me. <laughs> yeah, if you came on here, my hair was still damp and there was like you know, nothing but like, <laughs> bare chest. I'd be worried. <laughs> okay. That's the thing. <laughs> Bring out a little Jeffrey Tubin on the Zoom call today. <laughs> Thanks. Took a weird turn on episode 30. Steve decided he was going to go all natural. Uh, okay we're done (laughs) (laughs) so you want to see no time to die today yes yes we did i saw it yesterday so we should say (laughs) if we're talking about we assume you've seen it (laughs) that's right that's right that's our spoiler alert if we're going to talk about it we're just going to assume you've seen it so (laughs) fast forward if not what'd you think I liked it for the most part. I thought it was too long. It was totally too long. It was like two old Bond movies slapped together. Yeah, Doctor No and um, You Only Live Twice oh, or yeah. Once. Because <laughs> they have the big cavernous, you know, secret uh, island headquarters. Secret island base. Yeah, I was expecting, you know, all the M1, M- MI6 troops to come in and, you know, Daniel Craig would be having those fake these uh, eyelids like Sean Connery did, which he has the fake, <laughs> the fake eyelids. And as they said about his, you know, appearance in Highlander, he's playing a Spaniard, but he's still got the accent. Right. Yeah. He's he doesn't playing care. Japanese. <laughs> With Boy, a- oh, I can't do it. That's a <laughs> yes, it doesn't make any sense. That's why you can't do it. Your brain can't get there. Can't. Only well, Sean Connery can get there. Yeah. Cause you know, he only pronounces the R's. They don't. <laughs> I, uh, I was expecting more from Rami Malik. I don't know. I was too. Because he was like really not was. in. He was, all, he was only in like the last act of the movie. Uh, I thought he was channeling his inner Dr. No. <laughs> there was a lot of that. Yeah. And Especially some, with the clothing and everything else. Uh, for some reason, I kept thinking of Jared Leto and I don't know why. Um, I, I don't know. I agree. I expected because I expected it to be more like um, Javier Baden. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like that kind of a presence. But no, not really. Not so much. It really wasn't like like apparently a, the bad guy was that the Russian scientist who, who the died bald the guy looked movie. like Frank Haas, that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I programmed the nanobots I did. <laughs> That's Mark. That's Kermit. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was like Yakov Smirnov, PhD. I <laughs> No, in my I, country, uh, nanobots eat program. you. <laughs> program you. <laughs> I will say, I will say, I think Daniel Craig has, over the course of these movies, become my favorite Bond. Okay, I'll give you that one. I uh, used we, to. I've had the the conversation, and I had it again yesterday when we came out of the movie. Of, like you know, attempt. Still think Timothy Dalton got short, short sheeted because he that first movie he made was great. And the second one he made was a mediocre episode of Miami Vice. Um, yeah, but, but I, yeah, I, that's kind of funny because we we were talking about it in the car coming back. And I was just sort of like, um, I mentioned that I like Tim Dalton's, you know, and there wasn't even a thing about how Tim Dalton, they go, was he the best Bond ever? But how he established the template for what Daniel Craig's take on it is. That he, you know, because he said, he goes, I read all the books and the guy is a stone cold killer yeah, with a heart of gold. And the only reason we root for him is because he's on our side. <laughs> that's basically it. Yeah. And I think that's kind of how he played him. That's definitely yeah, that's how Dalton played him for sure. And that's definitely how Craig, for the most part, played him. So I think that's yes. so weird that you had Pierce Brosnan in there in between him playing a watered down version of Roger Moore. Um which yes. is really weird to say. Yes. And that was the thing as we were going through the movies and you're just kind of like, you know, Dr. No, who I thought Rami was, Rami was, was chat, you know, channeling at times, you know, all he just needed to do was hold up claw hands. And that would have been, you know, like, except then they'd be like, go, go gadget arms, and like <laughs> choke, 
bond out from across the table. Right, right. <laughs> Spring. Spring. Yeah. Um, and then again, like I said, the the one where they faked his death and brought him back is Japanese. Well, six foot two. <laughs> oh, six foot two Japanese. I can't do it. Too hard. <laughs> you can't. You could do the, they could do the, yeah, it sounds like really, really racist. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way for it not to. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because it really, really was. (laughs) That's why. Oh, so yeah. Mid bond, Jim bond, (laughs) Jimmy bond. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was down to a little. Let's try that again. Oh, yeah. There we go. No, the thing that they, though. But that got us looking at, J- at Bond movies. Right. And I didn't realize, like, Goldfinger was the third one. See, I did the sort of similar thing last night, because I always do this after I after I see one. Because I've never, I've, I've read, I think, like, all but one of the books at this point. Mm-hmm. Just And every time I see a movie, I'm like, okay, well, I'll read a book now. I think I have Diamonds Are Forever left, so I guess I'm going to read that next. But, um, uh, but I had a point, and it just went right out the window. Oh, I looked to see the the books and things, and I did the same thing. I always go back and like, okay, and the books are in completely different order than the the movies, movies. Mm-hmm. so there's no continuity anywhere between anything. It's like a it's like a, a bad sitcom from the eighties. It you don't need you can watch them in any order. Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, you kind of can't. You could up oh, until Daniel Craig. Yeah, you can, yeah. <laughs> you watch those out of order. You're going to be so fucking confused. You will be confused. But it, oh wait, if, what if you enter? cut you know like you watch a craig and then you drop in a more and let's go with octopussy or a view to a kill <laughs> and then oh. back into george lazenby <laughs> and then drop thunderball and then drop or never say never again <laughs> i don't know what Which, you're talking about yes the forgotten john yeah there, there was a remake of thunderball more or yeah. less <laughs> it's exactly what it was it's the only book that those people had the rights to. So by God, they we're, were doing make... it again. <laughs> Never say Thunderball again. Wait, that's all right. Drag Jimmy out of retirement. I had this this thought yesterday as I was watching the movie when they when they replaced him after he retired and there was a new 007. I'm like, that's fine. I've yeah. always liked the theory that the name and the number went together, and like that's why there was always different guys. I always thought that was a fun theory, even if it wasn't actually true. No, be a great concept. Yeah, it would. Except they kind of shot that in the foot. But um, <laughs> except when they bring in, you know, Idris Elbow. <laughs> it would still. It's not Idris Elbow, is it? What the hell is his it's last Elba. name? Elba. Elba. Like Isle of. It's it's a it's a thirty. It's not a thirty. Right? It's a Kimmy Schmidt joke. <laughs> okay. It's it's like I don't even know what Idris Elbow is. <laughs> <laughs> I've not watched that, but that's funny. Uh, <laughs> But I was thinking as I was watching the movie and they replaced him as 007, I'm like, there are eight other 00 agents, theoretically, in the service. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we seeing movies about those folks? I don't, they're too busy out killing, you know, with that license to kill. They're just dropping, they're dropping bad guys. They're, just, they're dropping commies right and left. They're racking up body counts. They're racking up body counts, counts and, and dropping up, dropping, dropping commies. <laughs> Okay, but I was just thinking to myself, let's do a 002 movie. I'll make up a title. Let the bots write the script. (laughs) It's time to die another day again. See, there you go. I've done it. Absolutely. Starring Idris Elbow is 002. 002. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's eight more characters you could create in this. If you want to do a shared universe... That's all you got. My do. God, the the James Bond multiverse. Yes, Bond verse <laughs> of the James Bond multiverse, where they're all, oh my God, existing side by side. That would be the first Casino Royale, which had Peter Sellers yes. in it and David Niven, <laughs> and I think Woody Allen. Yes, yes. he was in it. Yes, <laughs> the, the comedic take on Jimmy Bond. Uh huh. So yeah, um, there you go. But yes, the the Bond multi the Bond verse. Um, multi-bond spy-verse. I don't know what you'd call it. <laughs> Fleming-verse. Fleming-verse. There we go. The Ian-verse. <laughs> That's upside down, isn't it? Hmm. Uh, yeah, the Fleming-verse. There we go. That's I mean, way they can all tie together. They all exist. 
um, some sort of splintering happened with one of the uh, missions went wrong and a nuclear device was actually and split the triggered. realities into yes. eight, <laughs> where each double O got his own series of films. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Some living better lives than others. So, yeah. <laughs> there we go. I and like how, that. And that's how you can loop Dalton back in. Yes, yes, you could bring he them does. all. Oh, no, there's two dead. Yeah, but anyway. You can do them all. I think three. I think Lazen needs to be good too. Is he? Okay. I think. I'm oh, not sure. Hey, you want to go deep in the lore? Uh, James Brolin actually auditioned and they offered him the part. I think I've read that. That was Yes, and he, he turned it down because he thought, no, it should be a British actor. It should be the character's British. I've heard the same story uh, with it as Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah name's uh bon 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 ferguson funny name we we played you'll, you'll appreciate this we played uh we played a jeopardy game in my training class on friday and um i didn't know the answer to final jeopardy so i just wrote oh, no. turn, i wrote turd ferguson <laughs> that go over <laughs> uh, not as well as i had hoped i don't think anybody got it which made me sad oh my god yeah i mean you know what you probably need the cowboy hat to sell it yeah well and a piece of gum yeah it's a funny hat yeah on this backstage big hat funny ha. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, mr reynolds has changed his name to <laughs> turn <Turd> ferguson <laughs> That's my name. <laughs> Mr. Reynolds. I'm turd first. <laughs> and of course, that also includes Sean Connery. Sean so Connery. It's all tied together. Back to what your mother said. Those skits were just so over the top <laughs> oh, they, were, they were amazing oh and will ferrell you know god bless him playing the straight man for that bunch of lunatics because everybody like you know is it the, the jimmy fallon's uh french, french Stewart? yes <laughs> <laughs> and so somebody did somebody did i feel like somebody did hillary swank at one point yeah yeah somebody did hillary swank tom hanks did tom hanks <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Uh, one of them did. I know there's a Robin Williams one. <laughs> oh man, those were good. Those you can always throw one of those up, and it would be good. A petite, ah, uh, thick uh, ape tits for. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you seen the uh, <laughs> terrible segue? Speaking of ape tits, um, <laughs> have you seen the meme with the Planet of the Apes? Yes, we should all dress like that for Shannon's yes. return. <laughs> I love that. I want to do that. <laughs> Just go into work dressed as Cornelius. <laughs> I don't go in for fads. <laughs> damn it all. Oh, yeah. No, that would be, that would be damn it all. Damn. They, they went and did it. <laughs> kind of want to see Shatner and Planet of the Apes now. Get your paws yeah. off of me, you damn dirty apes. apes. <laughs> Wait for it. Even the apes are waiting for it. <laughs> he speaks, does he? Does he? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> What's with the pauses? <laughs> we feel like maybe his uh, his vocals and his mentality haven't synced up completely. That's why. That's right. Uh, Zero, did you already cut this one's cord? <laughs> it's hard to tell with this one. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. I think they grew back. I don't know. <laughs> he slid across the horse cart earlier. We don't know why he did that. <laughs> he did this oh shit. So you saw finally hey. saw Scarlet Witch, huh? Uh yes, Black Widow, but same thing. That's I what I'm going with. Wrong. <laughs> Damn it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. I meant Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, Black Widow, red fem female heroine of the MCU. Mm -hmm. Black Widow. What, 
What'd you think? Uh, five years too late. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, was... it had it had like that uh, Winter Soldier Civil War vibe, kind of political intrigue, things going on, which it seems to me that the Marvel Universe has now moved on to magic <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and weird and so magic and weird yes that seems to cover where we're at right now and so um seeing kind of like a straight up sort of spy thriller just doesn't kind of mesh now i guess now if you were to watch it in sequence and put it in there after civil war then I it think would, it's, it, would, it fits better, and and then you'd be excited for sequels and and wondering when Red Guardian is going to get his epic battle with Captain America. <laughs> yeah, I want to see Fat Red Guardian take on Captain America, and I'll never, we'll never Absolutely. get that now. No, because I think that would have been kind of a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I I liked the idea of the um, straight up spy movie. I liked the idea of them playing with genre mm-hmm. and they did a decent job of it. It just was oh, yeah. the wrong movie at the wrong time. I think you're right. And the, and the timing is just so terrible. I mean, it's, it's kind of like she deserved to have that movie five years later, maybe instead of like Thor, the dark world, you could have plunked this one. <laughs> you could say that about just about anything. That's right. But yeah, they, they could have done that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll go with that. Uh, because then you get that scene at the end with what's her face, uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus, with Elaine recruiting, you know, White Widow, whatever the hell she's going to call herself. Uh, just kind of, you know, does that mean that's going to tie into the Hawkeye limited series or oh, I is going to drop that very- thread? Well, no, no. I think they're building the. I think they're putting. She's putting together a team of Avengers for when they get to Secret Invasion. So I think they're doing. Ah, okay. So you've got because you've got U.S. agent. You're getting all the replacements. So you've got U.S. agents. You've got War Machine. War Machine. You've got other Widow. Um, other Widow. You know, you're you're setting up the young Hawkeye and the, the chick Hawkeye. Oh, and you've you've dropped hints about the young uh, Captain America kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, whatever they're going to call him star spangled boy banner i don't know what's his name what's he the young captain captain i don't know i don't know captain caveman (laughs) there's a crossover i want to see let's get the uh, hannah barbera saturday morning universe involved blue falcon (laughs) and i know (laughs) what dick dastardly is the evil genius yes (laughs) <laughs> okay who let okay now we're down a rabbit hole because who's your live action dick dastardly because i want to see that oh my god um uh he i think he pissed away the chops at the at the um the sonic movie but jim carrey supposedly his bad guy uh and okay i'll throw one at you but benedict cumberbatch as dick dastardly yeah uh yeah that would work and then you have Martin Freeman be do Donnie, yeah, monthly. Now that one actually would work. As long as they do Captain Caveman and CGI, that's all I all I care about. No, it'll be Michael Chiklis in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's like when you read all those bullshit internet stories that they'll, they'll i think i remember seeing was like mike chiklis still interested in playing the thing it's like oh no 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 that ship is sailed you know? yeah that's no just no ian gruffle just wants to be left alone uh, <laughs> <laughs> i I keep, you know, saying, oh, is this, you know, is this the way they're going to introduce mutants or the Fantastic Four into the MCU? I'm like, they're not going to do it any way you think. No, no, that's the whole, yes. And we've seen it. it you know what? It, Moon Knight will introduce mutants into the MCU. That's how <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> Why not? You're never going to you see it You heard it, it here first. 
it's the ultimate swerve, you know, that you're going to hear, they're going to be dropping names, this guy, this guy, this guy. Well, you can at, totally at the like end apocalypse in, in Egypt and yes, uh, and my God, Moon Knight yeah, storms in Africa. He turns. Yep. Yeah, there you have it. <laughs> you heard it here first. Moon all Knight. the, sto- all the well, storms in- are down in Africa. <laughs> God bless them. Um, <laughs> Nicely done. Soundtrack well, by Toto. Yeah. There you go. Nicely done. Breaking news, episode 30, Slurp Toast. We tell it, you heard it here first. Moon Knight, Moon Knight. introduced mutants to the MCU. It'll be, yes, they will introduce Apocalypse, Storm, and uh, let's go wild card. Gambit. Oh, I see what you did there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Dallin. Dallin. Yeah. Yes, I'm from New Orleans, but I talk like no one from New Orleans. <laughs> I hate that character so much. I did that on a message board. I was like, ah, this guy's a joke. And they were like, oh, he's so cool. It's like, oh, you are such a child of the 80s. Because no. <laughs> no, 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 no. A trench coat and basically what amounts to a headband attached <laughs> to your neck piece um, and the pouches and the, I don't know, fuck no. No, he is not cool. No, never was. Never was, never will be. I mean, he nailed Rogue. We'll give him that, but whatever. (laughs) The sucking joke to be made here, but I'm not going to do it. (laughs) She absorbed his powers all right. (laughs) I I hit the wrong button, but that was still fun. It's okay. All right, well, while we're we're discussing all things Marvel, because it seems to be where we're headed, let's talk about what if. (laughs) It looks like they finally leaned into the weird, huh? <laughs> well, we, we called for it. We got what we wanted. We got what we wanted. And uh, one party Thor, my favorite Thor. Now, yes, Vegas! Yes, he's, he's official. <laughs> People Las Vegas as his war cry was amazing. <laughs> Which was fantastic. And then uh, Doctor Strange is the official what if badass. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I, you know, uh, there's people who want all the pops, like from what if, you know, the Funko pops and uh-huh. stuff. And they're they're going crazy for like, you know, oh, we gotta find Doctor Strange with the glowing cape. And it's like, screw that. How about that one scene where he was like transformed into yeah. all the monsters he absorbed? Let's do that one. Or just that's like the, the cool one. The tentacle arms. Let's do that. And the horns, and yes, yeah. let's do that. That was fun. Um I did. I did like that a lot. Uh, let's see. Well, when he dropped the zombies on him, <laughs> that was a nice touch. Because I, oh. I kept thinking we're missing something. Or and then this, he oh, said, "Well, it's a, a distraction." And then, boom! Scarlet <laughs> Witch is there, and you're just like, "That is fucking evil." <laughs> <laughs> so I also want to know what the Watcher was drinking in the tavern with no name to decide that bringing Killmonger onto the team was a good idea. Oh, yeah, that was a bad one. I'm like, <laughs> dude, you can see everything. Is there a universe where this ends up well? <laughs> where this guy doesn't turn into an asshole. Although, when Strange at the end is like, this wasn't about us winning. This was about us separating the suit from the stones. Did you realize maybe that is why he pulled Killmonger yeah, in? Okay. Uh, I hadn't gotten that far. I just I got fixated on you're a dumbass, but you know, you're probably right. That's a get. That's actually just uh, giving the watcher an out because otherwise <laughs> it was a stupid fucking move. <laughs> it was, it was a stupid move. You know, why didn't you just go around and pull out a multiverse full of Thors? What the hell? <laughs> Thor core, man. There's a precedent yeah, for There's oh, a precedent. There's a nineties precedent for that. So you would have, Party Boy Thor, Viva Las Vegas, like that. Um, you know, Bearded Thor, uh, Simon Beta Thor, Ray Bill, Frog Thor, Thunderstrike. Yes. <laughs> so the 90s edgy Thor, Thunderstrike. Who, who carries not a hammer, but just a sword or just a stick with a big old chunk of metal around. Not even yeah. a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> That's for Thunderstrike. There we go. I feel about yeah. that. And where's the, you know, the terrible 80s vest and yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I want I want the uh, I want the and did he wear flannel or did I just imagine that? <laughs> I think you just 
you imp- you imagine that one. He, he wore something with torn sleeves. I do remember that. Yeah, like okay. Well, he had that and like, a lumberjack. Leather, that leather. The lumberjack. <laughs> lumberjack Thor. I'm looking him up. <laughs> Thunderstrike. <laughs> oh. Yes, I do mean Thunderstrike. Give me some images, babe. <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! He did. He was wearing one of the '80s vest things. Yep, yep. The, like the, the brown with, vest with the belt at the bottom, and the giant collar for you no freaking the hard way. <laughs> yes, it's like they took Gambit's trench coat and cut the sleeves out. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Oh, and the ponytail's a nice touch. Oh, that's all kinds of gay. Anyway, <laughs> he was such a bad character. I know oh, we're not supposed to say that, but I mean, there's just uh, superhero co- costume design was in the 80s was not good. Because it, 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 don't you mean the 90s? The 90s. Well, okay, let's give it the 90s because all those people would have been coming of age at that tail end of the 80s were like yeah. parachute pants and shirts with the sleeves cut off. I'm surprised we didn't have any superheroes with bandanas up and down their thighs. Um, look up. <laughs> Um, what's the character's name? He was in Justice League. Vibe. Vibe? Vibe. Oh, crap. It played to much better use on the Flash TV show before that went to shit. Oh, Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. No bandanas, but man, that is one break dancey ensemble. That's one rockin' V vest. Uh, <laughs> v is for vibe, baby. Oh, that's good. The animated, he's wearing a scarf. Nice. I was close. Didn't Shatterstar have a scarf? Oh, Shatterstar was all kinds <laughs> of stupid. <laughs> yeah, that's that is potentially the worst character in the history of comics. He makes Thunderstrike look like a Kirby creation. <laughs> It looks like they did try and clean him up in uh, 2018, but I mean, he had the big giant shoulder pads, glowing eye, the sparring headgear, sparring headgear, pouches. Yeah, like didn't he have like a three bladed sword? Yeah, some some stupid shit. Oh yeah, and and apparently he, uh, you know, (laughs) there's a joke about Snoop Dogg like living in not Snoop Dogg, the kid. Kid Rock was living in Snoop Dogg's closet or something. Um, but this what? looks like, I know it was a joke about whatever Snoop or the Kid Rock was wearing something and they were oh, okay. a joke about I gotcha. it. But I was going to say along those lines, I probably butchered whatever, ruined somebody's joke. But anyway, Shatterstar looked like he's been living in Longshot's closet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think ultimately the continuity was he may have been like the. You know, was the, he from Battle World, or? Uh, or he was like the cable to Longshot Cyclops? Maybe I, I don't. Oh, didn't he uh, shatter? I thought he came from Mojo World. I think he did, but I think at some point the continuity got tweaked, so he was like the son of Longshot and Dazzler, because that's gonna sell books. Oh, good. Oh, good. And it's Dazzler when she was wearing a headband and a jacket <laughs> with a giant. Like I said. The, yeah, uh, it was yeah. it was not a good time for design. Learn the arts of battle on the arenas of Mojo World. Yep. So sure, this is fascinating <laughs> to people listening to us as we discuss the origins of Shatterstar. So he's a made for TV or made for Mojo. World. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That actually might be the title. The made to or the made for TV origins of Shatterstar, <laughs> created by Fabian Nicenza and Rob Liefeld. My and Nicenza, I'm probably not saying his name wrong or saying it right. Yeah, doesn't matter. Oh, I'm sorry. He came from the planet Mojo World, as opposed to the Mojo Verse, which makes him a time traveler as well as a dimension hopper. He was created to be a slave. Oh, boy. Oh, my. Yeah, we're not uh, not going to read any more of this. It's making my head hurt. <laughs> we're born in the wrong time, brother. But again, he's one of those characters, you know, I, I do get amused like when, like when I worked at the cartoon company years ago. Mm-hmm. 
and you know there was there was people who would be my contemporaries and we would all have liked and enjoyed the same shows coming up you know sure oh we want animation art cells from um the simpsons <laughs> which that's 20 years ago anyway <laughs> um but yeah you know it was the simpsons it was warner brothers looney tunes and all that uh and towards the end before i left um you had people coming in who were growing up on beavis and butthead um but then you had the group that was like really into uh, uh god silver silver hawks Battlestar, which was like a, a futuristic indian cowboy science fiction space thing what Oh, it was, it was freak. I looked it up. Was it Battlestar? Uh, don't do it. No, it's okay. Yeah, you sure? <laughs> I'm going to write it down. <laughs> You're going to look it up later? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I vaguely it remember. A- it's a, a ringing a distant bell for me. I, I feel like I know what you're talking about. And it's one of those where I think it it's one of the, it kind of came on the heels of like somebody made a bad toy. And then tried to sell it through a TV series. That's all those shows were were commercials for toy lines. Or all Blaze, of them. Blaze Star. I don't know. Johnny Blaze. Blaze Star was a stripper. Oh, never mind. Which would be a great action figure. But uh, you're not wrong. Yeah. No. It's like you squeeze on her arms and her legs split apart. But anyway. <laughs> That's a butt on her back and her clothes fall off. <laughs> or, or ping pong balls just magically appear. <laughs> <laughs> they made a movie about her. Uh, I'm going to look. Uh, I believe Paul Newman was in it, playing one of the Long Brothers, who was her paramour. And um, okay, those... it was Brave Star, not Battle Star. All right, but uh, yeah, it's an Indian who dresses like a cowboy. It's very cool because he has a star on his cowboy hat. And it looks like he's got a robot horse companion. So you you got that. And by robot horse, I mean, it's got a horse head and robot arms. Are those lonely nights by the campfire? What are we talking about here? Yes. Yes, I think so. Oh, my God. This looks terrible. But I had people who like grew. Oh, he's wearing U.S. agent's outfit. Because he's one. It's the one with the the bands across the front and a star. star built into the bands. Okay. Brave Star. There we go. Brave Star. Brave Star. <laughs> Followed shortly by. <laughs> I, last weekend. Okay. So, you know, my new meds wiped me out. Right. Can't, I recall. Can't. And so last Saturday, I think I did the, I did the flu shot the day before. And I ended up basically spending most of Saturday lying on the couch. You know, 20 hours of sleep. That's good for you, right? You know, yeah, sure. But I ended up watching this Western, uh, My Name is Nobody. And it's one of these where, like, I, I'd seen clips on, like, YouTube, and it's, it, it kind of looks like a kind of a, it's a spaghetti Western. It's totally okay. a spaghetti Western. And Terrence Hill is the guy who's in it, and he's, like, wearing long johns and a hat. He's got this big, floppy, stupid-looking mug, and he goes into places everybody underestimates him, thinking he's a half wit and then he you know does really gun trick anyway so i thought i was watching that kind of movie no it's got henry fonda in it <laughs> what it's got henry fonda as like this gunslinger who's trying to retire and then you've got this terrence hill character who's basically setting up for one last fantastic showdown with the wild bunch 150 hombres tough hombres and, and you, you, you're watching it and you're kind of like going, okay, it's going to be a meditation on the inevitability of death and facing, you know, you know, facing your death with courage. I don't know what the fuck it was. But I got like, yeah, that one. It was that. Something like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't cool, recommend I it. It's cool. I don't recommend it. That's what <laughs> okay. we're down to. Okay. So that's a big thumbs down from Steve on what was it called again? My name is nobody. My name is nobody. All right. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was going to be like Henry Fonda showed up, did a couple of scenes, collected a check and went back <laughs> to America. Nope. He's in the whole damn the movie. <laughs> that's I I've I've only watched a few spaghetti westerns. I, I you know my dad loves Clint Eastwood, so I've seen all those and mm-hmm. over the course of time I've seen a couple others, but I think that reason right there is why I haven't watched more of them. 
because I have the sneaking suspicion there's more of them like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and the the mix, the music mix is weird. The version I watched, the music mix. So the background music was as loud as the dialogue. Oh, that's bad. So you have the spaghetti western theme overlaid with Ride of the Valkyries every time the Wild Bunch is on screen. Right. And it just blares at you <laughs> to this point. You're like, I I gotta I gotta turn this on mute because <laughs> not like the, the dialogue matches their mouths anyway. <laughs> Where did you watch this masterpiece? What service was that on? Netflix <laughs> or Hulu? I don't remember which. Okay, that sounds like a Tubi mu- movie. Uh, <laughs> IMDb, <with> no interruptions. <laughs> really? Can we have a couple? <laughs> <laughs> Give me what, one I, of those eggs. what I have to pay for interruptions? <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll watch the eczema commercials. Let's go. Let's go. Psoriatic <laughs> arthritis. Bring it. Let's see the flaky people. I'm, I'm already taking the Ozempic. Hit me. <laughs> Bring it all on, man. I'll go and ask for that shit. <laughs> you told me that's what you were taking that wiped your ass out. Oh man, it's brutal. Like the the day I take it, I take it in the evenings, which then I go lay down because <laughs> you're done. No, it, it, it like really causes me to cramp up and just and nauseous. I mean, so it's like, go lie down, watch TV. And then um, another side effect, and this one isn't good. It's that I find everything gets under my skin. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, so you could be sitting there talking to somebody and you're just like, oh, my God, why are you fucking breathing? I can hear it. I want to just go reach over there and stab you in the neck and make you stop. Uh, I mean, just it, it's, it, it just has me on edge, um, especially around uh, uh, people who eat with their mouths open. Yes, I know how you feel about that on a good day. That's not good to begin with. But yeah, I get like about three bites into lunch and it was like, I'm done. Let's go back to the office. <laughs> I'd rather work and sit with you people. And watch you eat. Oh, my God. And it's actually so bad. It's people at other tables who are getting. Oh, God. Because <laughs> I, I went to lunch by myself and I'm sitting there just casually eating. And there's like this guy across the table. And he's it's like oh my god you should wear that fucking CPAC full time because that way you couldn't fucking eat (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that's a good side effect for you (laughs) so it's like you you being more misanthropic is that on the label (laughs) side effects may include misanthropy yes Who's the one who wrote the misanthrope? Yes, you become more like that guy. Oh my God. Yes, this is just going to be uh, references and lookups. <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting audio we're putting together tonight. <laughs> Episode 30. Watch us surf the internet. Watch us surf the episode. No, somebody wrote the book, The Misanthrope. And I can... Moliere. Moliere. I remember having to read it sometime. I think it was him. I almost made a bad, bad joke. Uh, uh, so you read Sommelier? Sommelier. You wine with that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. What goes for the hatred of everyone who's a mouth breather? <laughs> nice rosé. <laughs> uh, uh, That's it, Moliere. I had to read this for something. The Misanthrope, or The Cantankerous Lover, is a 17th century comedy of manners in verse written by Moliere. Moliere. It's French, so it's Moliere. Wow. (laughs) Man, you went to a fancy college. (laughs) It might have been high school. No, we went to the same high school. Not for all four years. That's true. That's true. Uh, wait, did I read that? No, you're right. I think you're right. I think it was a fancy college class. It was at your fancy college. It's in my fancy college. You're, you're fancy. In Illinois. <laughs> Illinois. Illinois. <laughs> it's like my grandmother would always mispronounce Isla Rock. Isla Rock, yes. Isla Rock, Illinois. Sounds so sexy, it doesn't you know begin to really describe the giant cornfield that school is in. 
Yeah, but see, you 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 just like slide it by that if you. It's, uh, yeah, it because basically west of Chicago to Washington State to giant cornfield. <laughs> the whole thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pretty well, much. You, okay. I mean, you would know better than I would. So. There's yeah. You've got Nebraska up there. You got Iowa, as my grandmother would say. Well, so Saint Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, Iowa. Yep. Yeah, I went up to school up there in Iowa. Oh, Lord, I know your school. We're going to turn you into a preacher. My family, my <laughs> Indiana my great aunts and uncles would call me preacher because at the time they knew the college, it was a seminary. So, okay. but it wasn't, it hadn't been a seminary for 60 years by the time I'd been I there. don't recall it being very seminary like when I visited you. No, in fact, during after World War II, uh, home of the first panty raid. That's supposedly, hang, that's, supposedly. Something hang, that's something to hang your panties on. There we go. There you go. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Since we're going to be all over the map today. And we are. Uh, our building, my new work building is so big. We have a giant space that we've actually loaned out for events. And okay. one of the events that we loaned it out for many year, uh, about a year ago, year and a half, was a wedding reception. Okay. And, so and, and it was a friend of the owners and everything. And it was, I believe, her son getting married. And the night after, uh, it's kind of funny because it was the night after uh, them, we found underwear in one of the trees out in the front and um, didn't want to take it down. I didn't want to touch it. Neither did Frank. So we left it. <laughs> months and months and months. We got us a panty tree. We got us a panty tree. So anyway, the person who had borrowed the room for, because it was her son's, she came in one day. She goes, have you noticed out front? And I was like, yes, what? She goes, that tree, it has, I go, oh yeah, the underwear tree. Yeah, we know all about the underwear tree. She goes, oh my God, how long has it been there? I'm like, since your son's wedding reception. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, and how was the reception for another son the next weekend. All right, panties optional. Panties option. Just leave them in the tree on your way in the door. <laughs> we got a panty check tree it's- up front. <laughs> set a table up with some tickets. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, just leave them. Yeah. Bing. <laughs> Shoot like rubber bands into the tree. Some of them look like rubber bands nowadays. So. Oh my. Wouldn't that be, that would be I'll tell Frank the panty check joke. He'll get a kick out of that. Frank was so funny. He listened to one of our podcasts. He goes, it's just you guys talking to each other. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. kind of the point. I go that way. It's, it's not like we're, we're hyping a product or we're, 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 you know, I mean, we probably should have a theme to organize around, but yeah. you know, whatever. We wouldn't stick to it. So there's no point. It. I go, it's more fun to just see where we go as we, re-. he goes, yeah, that's because it's because I was expecting like you guys to be like, uh, I think he's expecting it to be like more bitish, you know. Uh-huh. I can or see more, where that might be an expectation. I can see that. Yeah, that expecting us to be more like I don't know, over the top, trying to sell things, or you know, because instead it's just the two of you kind of just joking around back and forth. I go, but are we funny? That's so, the yeah, Michael, he, there we go. So are we funny? <laughs> Did he say we were funny? Well, yeah, he said we were funny. Okay, so, well then okay. that's what we're looking for. Thanks, yeah. Frank. Yeah, just tune in. Uh, listen, and go we'll... work the panty tree. Work the panty check. I'll ask him about that. I'll say, wait, uh, we're, we're, we, uh, I'm taking most of next week off for my birthday and because I just need a break. Um, and I got to use up all this PTO. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, we're going to meet to go over our list of things. So I'm going to sneak that in there at the end. <laughs> this will be like, you know, we need this. They want so many tables for the head table. They want this. It's like, Oh, remind me, we need to set up a panty check for out in the parking lot. <laughs> Front of the tree. Probably after the show. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe before this. Uh, that'll catch him off guard. <laughs> uh, I'll need to hear how next episode. I want to hear how that how the panty over. check went. Yeah. When's the wedding? wedding? Uh, the 16th. Okay, so, all right. So, it'll be over our next episode. Good. Well, um, yeah. No, so, I, then, happy then, early birthday, by the oh, way. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. 
Yes. I would have remembered I, on Wednesday, but she brought it up today. Yes, for my birthday, I'm going to Auschwitz. They have an exhibit. I'm going to the Auschwitz <laughs> exhibit. Because I think I said that to Frank and I was like, wow, that I got no, I didn't say that right. <laughs> okay. At least I didn't follow up with like, yeah, I hear it's gas. But anyway. Hey. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> That's a joke that even as you, you think it, you're like, oh, not out loud, not out loud. <laughs> and there we went anyway. <laughs> but no, um, I've talked to people who've seen it. And uh, I mean, my daughter came out. They, We had tickets, misread the tickets. So I thought I was going on Friday at four o'clock. It turned out it was Friday at 10, which I could not make. Oops. So they moved. But uh, even my daughter, even babe came out and was just like, they say people deny that. I'm like, yep. They do. Don't know it's how, like, don't know why. Ah. And she's just like, how? I go, because they're dumb and they're vulnerable and they can't think straight. And probably they're racist. And I just went on a tear. <laughs> just... There's any number of reasons and none of them are good. Now, and you know, as I mentioned, the, the meds give me feistiness and distrust. I went off on not a, a good superpower combination. So I'm on, I'm feeling bad. I've eaten. I feel like I'm going to vomit, throw up diarrhea, the whole nine yards. And I see somebody praising Robert E. Lee. And I just was like, nope, still a traitor. <laughs> <laughs> Which then this whole thing, you know, what do people, when somebody asked, what are people going to think about us in future? They're going to think, they're going to think that a lot of people were stupid enough to buy into the lost cause mythology. Also, they are going to think you're inbred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was just anybody who. <laughs> okay. I went to school in the North and the South. So I've had that <laughs> war taught to me as the Civil War and the War of Northern Aggression. <laughs> the wall between the states. There's uh, nothing you... civil about the war, boy. Oh, you froze. Come back. Uh-oh. You froze. I'm going to play some music now while he says we see what he does. Let's see here. So while Steve reboots, let's play some music. This song, our theme song, it's called Dog Days. It's by the band Suburban Curse. You can find it on Apple Music, Spotify. Uh, there's a video for it on YouTube. You can follow Suburban Curse on Instagram. him right there knocking on the door let's see there he is steve is back and so now i'll turn the music down oh that was a thing my internet was going okay and then <clears throat> then it kicked me out i just <laughs> sent you an email of <laughs> the screenshot that froze up okay <laughs> All right, I'm terrified, but I'm gonna look. <laughs> so, what else do we need to talk about today? I don't know. I don't know. 
we did Black Widow Squid Games, which you know, oh yeah, okay. So you mentioned that to me earlier, and I haven't seen that. How is that? It's it's a Hunger Games like thing, but you care about the characters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> didn't care for the Hunger Games, did you? Yeah, you know, no. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, <laughs> duh, the books were much better, but anyway, uh, um, no, the, the that, setup that never is happens. That, the, the the setup is that uh, this shadow group goes out and finds people who are down on their luck, up to their eyeballs in debt, and then basically suckers them in with the promise of big, big money for playing simple, stupid games. And of course, the uh, games all end in death, and they get even they get pretty sadistic. All right, <clears throat> it's on our like I said, it's on our list. So don't tell me anymore. Maybe by next time I'll have watched it. But you do end up caring about some of the. You do kind of root for the hero of the film, you know. Jennifer Lawrence. No, <laughs> it's uh, some South Korean guy. So, not even going to try and say the name, but you do actually become concerned for his well-being. <laughs> okay, well, that's mm-hmm. some. Like you said, better than the uh, the alternative. Hey, I have. I want to play. What's on Bruce's desk today? All right, let's do that. All right. What's on your desk, man? Hey, I'm glad you asked. We can actually do <laughs> what's on my desk and unbox it because I didn't unbox it because I knew we were going to do this. Unboxing. <laughs> do, 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 do. It's the bloody Terry Funk micro brawler. <laughs> bloody variant. Oh, the variant. Are you sure you should open this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take, Take the knife, cut the plastic. <laughs> Harry and all of his uh, bloody glory there. Nice. Uh, I really like these micro brawlers. They're the right size to just sit on the corner of your desk. Harry's going to go right here on mine out here. I've got Bruiser Brody on my work desk. Very cool. Very fun. How much do those cost? They're like 12 bucks, 13 bucks. Uh, they're not okay. much. They're, they're reasonable. Are they newish? Are they still out there? Yeah, they're let's, uh, they're let's, sold. let's call the micro brower people and tell them we're pimping for them. Okay, yep, you can do that. <laughs> I'll put that in the show notes. So, um, I think it's uh, I think it's pro wrestling tees that sells them. Okay, I think I would know. I've got the box right here. Let's see. Uh, yeah, it's pro wrestling tees, and they do a lot of different uh, people, and they'll do uh, various. You know what? I think I looked those guys up like their their um, list of who they had. <laughs> There's yeah. a lot out there. There are. There are. I had to buy the Brody off of eBay. Um, and he's fun because he's got this, he's got this, the, the gouges in his forehead. Um, and it's the picture where he's got his hair pulled like, Argh! oh, that's, nice. That's the Brody that I have on my other desk. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm looking right now. It's now it's my turn to search while you talk. <laughs> oh, no. I, I'm like actually looking at micro brawler items. I, I do remember, I think you mentioned them once before, and I went looking yeah. to see who, oh, they've got the Road Warriors. Oh. Ooh. Well, that's a pin, so maybe they don't. Um, they do them like, they'll, they'll do like special chase ones, like, like Terry here was a chase piece and are, are an alternate to the, and they're, they're, they've, they've done a lot of them, yeah. This is thrilling radio. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, under action figures. Nope, those are actually action figures. That's not what I wanted. Okay. That's you, they, you can find them on uh, prowrestlingtees.com. And those folks have some fun stuff. They do like a lot of the uh, on-demand printing for uh, non-affiliated wrestlers. <laughs> okay. So uh, you can get, and they've got uh, merchandising deals with, I think, with Brody's family and like Savage's family and some of like the, the guys who held on to their merchandising. So they okay. do a lot of work with some of the some of the legacy families, and um, yeah, they're, they're, I and they have a shop in Chicago. I was going to go check it out when we took uh, my son to college, but he decided not to go to Chicago, so I didn't get to go. Kind of bummed me. Womp, womp, womp. Exactly. It's okay. Fine. Be that way. <laughs> oh, there we go. Found a picture of the Brody. Nice. Yeah, I've got that. The uh, I think I've said this before the Mr. Miracle minifig, Lego minifig, and the um, Peter Capaldi Doctor Who pop with the guitar on my desk. That's my favorite. I do like that one. That was when we were calling in our house, we were calling him Doctor Hoodie at that point. That makes sense. Yeah, 
and it just was like, yeah, yeah, I can see Doctor Who is sort of a washed up, not maybe washed up, but like an old English rocker, you know, who's just, you know, he's still cranking out music, but now he's he's made all of his money and because of the tax laws have basically set him up as a baron in England. <laughs> That's pretty so, much what he was, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you can imagine living in a castle, you know, uh, just just. That's a riff. Let's do something with that. That yeah, we'll do something with that. We throw some words on it, and it's a song. And I'll put my name on it, and it'll be hit. Bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. It's out of crap, but whatever. It's like the guy in love, actually. <laughs> it's a giant yeah. scene with pile of crap. That's exactly who I think it is. The Bill Knighty character. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That is actually how I always thought. That's how the, I thought Capaldi played Doctor Who in the back end of his second mm-hmm. season and all through his third. Yeah, <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong. He'd have those moments of like emotional gravitas or just like terror. But, you know, yeah, he was mostly he phoned a lot at the end of that end. As much as I enjoyed his take on the character, a lot of it was. No, I didn't, I, I didn't mean to hit the. I didn't mean to hit the birds. Actually, his his last season I liked the best. There were a couple episodes in there that eh, were kind of eh. But, yeah, but uh, you give you're going to get that with any season of any Doctor Who. There's going to be a couple of episodes where you're going. I just wasted an hour of my life. <laughs> I was so happy when he got rid of Kara or Clara. Yes. Because I really felt that Clara was was just the forehead girl. Yeah, Moffat's fault. He's the one who you know wanted to make her more than what she was. So now we've gone from Black Widow, <laughs> Squid Games to Doctor Who. Follow this train, baby. <laughs> I don't have a train noise. We're going off the rails. Crazy train. Oh yeah, absolutely. School essay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Don't know. Play with my, my soundboard. I got nothing else for this one. No, I'm pretty much done too. Uh, All right. Because I think we covered it. We covered. Uh, we did some good work Rito. here. We covered a lot of stuff. All the bonds, all the bonds. We at least we, mentioned we, them by name, and we created including our, David we, Niven, Peter Sellers, and we, Woody we, Allen. And we created our own bond verse. Which we, we created a bond verse. We broke all the, the double news. O's. We broke the news that Marvel's mutants will debut in Moon Knight. Yes, absolutely. Probably Storm, maybe Apocalypse, definitely Gambit. Sure. He's going to meet him in a bar in Cairo <laughs> with that stupid accent. <laughs> Okay, now see if 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 it turns out that there's a Remy LeBeau character in that, we're going to look like a genius. Um, no, then we'll just promote ourselves of having the inside. The, we're the, in- we're we got this covered too. <laughs> <laughs> Except for telling you who everybody's out of the franchise, we're telling everybody who's in. Get your news here. We'll break it for you next time. I hope to have <laughs> um, a sound bed and music for us to do hot takes. I didn't get it done for this one after the last time, but I'm, I'm working okay. on that. So think of some hot takes for the next episode. Enjoy your birthday. I will. And um, I guess, enjoy. can I say enjoy Auschwitz? I don't know yeah. that I can say that. Can I? There, there's just no way to say that you're going to an exhibit on the Holocaust that sounds remotely normal. Okay, good. Then I feel better about what I just said. Yeah. Enjoy right. yourself. Have a fun, good time at Auschwitz. Oh, no one ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to get letters. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's right. not meant to be mean. It's just, it's just to be. It's a reality. Cool essay. Yeah, it's, cool cool essay. Essay. <laughs> it's a reality. You're going to a horrible, horrible, horrible exhibit on a horrible, horrible, horrible event. There's no way to make it sound anything other than horrible. Other than our pompous. Yes, we're going to the exhibit on Auschwitz. We're going to the. It just now doesn't work. Doesn't work. It's not really cultured. I just. You know. Yeah, no. It's it's a, it's history, and that's. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. All right. All right. So that's episode 30 of the podcast. Enjoy your week off. Enjoy your birthday. And uh, until next time, I'm still Bruce. I'm still Steve. And we'll see you next time, kids. <laughs> Bye.